always feel this guilt when I am not like at the forefront of social media, when I'm not adding to the conversation, when I'm not da 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 da. But at the same time, sometimes I just need it. I just need this break. Do you know what I mean? Like I need to to just slow all the way down. But the problem with slowing all the way down is when you slow all the way down, like literally to zero. Once you're at that point, then it's like, oh man, um, like how do I come back? What do I have to add to the conversation now? Am I, I you know, do I still have space? Is there space for me? Can I add to the conversation? Like all of these things go through your mind, go through my mind, and then I start to second guess myself, and I'm like, oh maybe you know, <sighs> imposter syndrome is real. Hello, beautiful people, and welcome to episode nineteen. So I used this clip today from a YouTube video that I caught up with when I was on my break. That clip was from Layla Washington, Fusion of Cultures on YouTube. She creates loads of different vlogs on her lifestyle, also her hair journey for all my natural sisters looking for a hair journey. She's a great person to follow. But that message really resonated with me because as you know, I have not created an episode for many, many months now and following the death of my dad, you know, just struggling through my own situations. I took a break. And it's been really hard for me to want to come back. I've been wanting to record for ages, but just having the momentum and feeling of coming back, you know. Typically, I'm not a person to compare myself to people on social media, but there's a lot of podcasts that are new, some that I listen to every week, and I'm just seeing how well they're doing. Um, And I definitely went through a small period of being like, you know, do I want to continue this? Is there still space? And I don't know if you remember, one of the episodes I did in the past, I was like, if I stop, I know that I won't continue because I have this really bad habit. But I had to remember how much I enjoyed doing this. And so, so hi I'm everyone, back. we've got Nathan back on the show. Nathan has been on multiple episodes now, such as Heartbreak and Mental Health, One and Two, and also Start Your Side Hustle featuring Nate. So, Nate, say hi to the people then. Hello, everyone. How are okay, you doing? Okay, so today? me and Nate did a part one, but basically, we want to talk about can a heterosexual man and woman just be friends? and how we feel about it. So the reason why we're talking on this is because me and Nathan have been friends for, wow, I don't know how many years now, but essentially started out, Nathan was my manager. And then we just became friends after that. Like we've always been friends, we've always been cool. We talk about near enough everything. You know, we go out to eat, we go to cinema, like we are just cool. He knows my boyfriend, he knows my family. So my thing is, what we were talking about is we're close friends, but we've both been in situations where we've been cheated on in our relationships. First question to you, Nate, do you think that men and women can just be friends or even though we're friends, have you seen other instances where you don't trust that relationship? I honestly feel that, I honestly feel you can be friends with the opposite sex, but there's got to be like a foundation to that relationship from the start. Sometimes you're in those relationships just because of dynamics. So most men will tell you and they have female friends who are like, that guy's only friends with you because you won't let him come any further. Like you won't like, develop the relationship or take it any further and vice versa. So in that respect, I think we work, me and you work because we understand it's just friends. There's nothing else. And we've just been friends from the start. Uh, we've shared mm-hmm. a lot of stuff like grow, like from like since we've met in terms of like what we've been going through, career, family, you know, struggle, triumph, success and stuff. So we've just built it over the years. And um, a lot of people, even like my um, past or previous relationships have always questioned, 
any relationship that I've had with a female, even the one with you, Christina. And I've always gone back to like, mm-hmm. we are just friends and only friends and that's all we've ever been. And it's sometimes hard for someone to understand that if they haven't have ever seen that before in like in their lives or even experienced or have those kind of relationships in their lives themselves. So I think it's one of them ones where like, I think it's a rarity in some cases for, for even like what we have, because many of like my other friends, I've, I can tell like they have female friends, but it's only because one or the other is not, is not mutual, the feeling is not mutual. So yeah, but I do get it. Like, the rarity sometimes and I do have like quite a few female friends where it's just friends and then like people go oh, is that your boyfriend and my friend would go that's disgusting and I'm not offended because she's like my brother that's rude <laughs> and I'm like he's not like well you, you, you're not taking a no, like, no I know she's attractive right but I don't see her like that she's like my sister and they're like huh and like, don't get it so it's just one of those ones I think um it's a different I'm not saying it's a different mindset, but it's just an understanding with that other person from the opposite sex. And could just I be think brown. it's interesting, though, because you said that you've had girlfriends who have questioned our relationship or friendship, but I haven't had a boyfriend who has questioned, like, our relationship or friendship. So my thing is, what is it? Why is that? Is there because do people give off vibes? Is it that uh, women are less trusting? Or is it a case of men give off vibes that, the person is more than something not saying that you did with me but I just find it interesting that like Joe has never said to me oh has anything happened between you and Nathan or did you and Nathan used to date whereas on your side I know of girls who have been like asked you more than once because they didn't trust you the first time when you gave that answer so do you have any kind of reasons or feelings why that would be you know what I don't I have no (sighs) This is tricky. I don't know in terms of how the perception is on their side, because what you're saying is interesting. That means no one on your side has ever questioned our relationship. But on my side, you know what it is? Sorry to time. cut you. The reason why I brought it up is because a lot of people would say that no matter who it is, if the person is questioning, sometimes the argument would be, has that person given you a reason to think that way? Have I given them a reason to Yeah, is it because you have, you have quite a few female friends, a lot of female friends. And I know a lot of girls won't be comfortable with that. So um, my question isn't about me specifically. It's more about because you have a a vast range of female friends, is that what it is? Or women friends, is that what it is? I think it's to down, it's probably down to insecurities, isn't it? I think I, if, if I, so I can, only way I can look at this is if I flip it and then look at it from there. So if my girlfriend had a lot of male friends, the only way I would feel threatened is if I was not, I wasn't seen as the best friend or above. And so she, if we were talking or had went through problems, she would confine in him rather than me, or they would spend more time talking about certain things about that she felt was important to her or about her career, her life or goals, whatever it was, then I would feel threatened. If they, she didn't speak like that or they just shared it now and again and you know, meeting up for whatever it was, brunch or whatever, meeting up, I'd be cool. And so I think it's down to how that person makes you feel, but I've never once probably, we don't meet up like every month or anything. Like it's like quarterly, if anything. So... And even that, like we could speak without, without speaking for a few months and still speak to each other like it's normal, like nothing's ever happened. So 
it's not necessarily like I've been sitting at home and then my phone's going off and one of my female friends is messaging me. I think I just, this is just my perspective from it. I think my female friends are attractive. So then they're like, oh, what's, what's going on here? So then they think straight away, because I, I realized in this, I'm gonna bring this up. I had another female friend that wasn't attractive. Yeah. But the person didn't know that. But when they met them, they were like, oh, they changed. They didn't talk about them ever again. That sounds again. so rude, ever. you know, when you said she wasn't. Ever. No, but I, I, I'm not saying, when I, I'm not trying to be rude. They were less attractive than my other friends. So then I was like, oh, you not feel threatened because they're not that attractive or compared mm. to what you've seen previously, because this person, me a lot, you're not feeling like it's a problem anymore. And that was straight. I was like, oh, you're not, you're not reacting. That person doesn't matter anymore because you know you're better looking than them. So you're cool. Oh, okay. So it is down to your insecurities then. It's not that. And it was never yeah, me. That's bad, you know, because it should be, you kind of should see not everyone, but like everyone as a threat because it doesn't actually matter. Yeah. Like just because you don't see the person as attractive doesn't mean the other person yeah. doesn't. Yeah, exactly. And that wasn't, and that wasn't me going to for assumptions. That person, my girlfriend at the time, hadn't seen this girl until mm. a particular moment. And I noticed when she was like, oh, is that her? And I went, yeah. She was like, oh. And then the, then the conversation never came up in like argument. Or it never came up. So I was like, huh. I never brought it up. I didn't go, oh, I just left it. I knew <laughs> I was going to unleash another can of worms. I didn't want to do that. So, yeah, I can't talk really on, I don't think I've like done anything to help, well, to stop them thinking, well, I'm not saying stop them, but. I've not done anything. I've just done gone about my business as normal. Mm. Not really gone out my way. And I don't think my relationship, there's boundaries between my female friends and myself, you know. And to be honest, most of them we talk inconsistently and we meet up now and then. It's not like my female, it's not like in some you see on shows and TVs that your best friend is like constantly talking to you every day. You're going out to after mm. work. It's not that. So I don't know where. Yeah. And most of the time, I'm quite, I'm like intense. So I will be more focused on you than anyone else. Middle, end, I'll be on you. I wouldn't be on anyone else. I feel like we are somewhat still hypocritical. And I Mm. say that because I feel like we've already said this to each other, but I think it's different when you're friends with the person before you enter the relationship. Like, I think if you've come, you come into a relationship and you've already established your your friends, both Mm. women and men, you know who your friends are. And then you come into a relationship. It's like you've come into the relationship with that. There's still mm. sometimes issues with that. People will be like, I don't like the way, you know, maybe your friend's too comfortable. They come to the house and they do all of this madness and they they know your mom and they have a relationship and stuff like that. But I find it's easier to integrate those friendships when you're, they've already been established before a relationship. I personally, and this is my opinion, this is why I call myself a hypocrite. I feel like if those friendships begin to become established after once you already you get with your new, new partner I think it's mm. harder to like let me give you the, the scenario you've got a girlfriend right mm. I'm already your friend so it's like it's a bit easier to accept that I'm your close friend but let's say your girlfriend now she she starts a new job and a year later Johnny starts working there as well so now she's like oh yeah I'm going for lunch with Johnny cool they're, they're work colleagues this happens right Oh, I'm going to dinner with Johnny. I'm going to cinema with Johnny. I'm going to, like, I don't know what it is. And this is why I feel like this is possibly very, very toxic for me to say. 
but I feel like it's different and I don't know why so I'm happy for, for you to change my mind and tell me how it's not different or do you agree that it's it's worse or it's, it's not the same if the friendship is built up outside of the relationship I think wait look look it's the relationship built in no <laughs> um, <laughs> if I get a new female friend when I'm dating you it's a madness there's no way that can run I don't know what I wouldn't allow that yeah but you're the friendly person that I feel like you no. naturally you make so many friends so if I was if like if if no let me start again because I'm even look I'm so stressed I'm stuttering <laughs> no but I feel like okay so you agree with me then so that if it you don't come into the relationship with those friendships it's not going to be it's not going to be the same vibe but why is that though is that us being naive oh. because we're already friends no so it can work yeah so for instance let me go back and take a let me move more from this so in that instance, if you create a new relationship within the relationship you have with your partner, that can only happen, I think, if you've just moved jobs or you've done something. Like, I understand like you're in a new work and you've created a relationship. You're like, this is a new person at work. We talk, we're cool, that's it. That is it. I can understand that. But if it's someone where we're like, we're going, me and her, or me and him, going to the drinks, what, just you two, yeah, then that's the scenario. Unless you two are like, assistant managers or something or you're both leading a team or like you're in it together then I can understand to a certain extent I won't be so like oh, what are you doing or what's going on here because you can't always feel threatened you've got to be like confident enough in yourself to know that like this person's with you and trusted um to a certain level and extent and um I understand the same thing as well like if it's new as well and it's none of those things happen like in terms of your you've been relocated or you're in a new environment or you move to a new area or a new country wherever and you have a new relationship, then it's going to be a bit awkward, I feel anyway. I feel personally, if my girlfriend, I started dating her, and then she's all of a sudden got this new male friend, it's a mad problem. If it's not a new workplace, or it's a, it's a bit of a problem. Because I'll be like, why do you need a new male friend for? What for? I don't understand. If you've got those before, but I understand certain times, sometimes you meet new people regardless and make friends. Exactly. But I, you know what it is? I need to, I'm pretty good at, like understand if you if I meet the guy first off from the start then I know where it's no at. see I'm hearing you say it now and I'm like but it does sound childish it sounds childish being like oh yeah your partner can't have a friend you know if I don't know how to explain it but like when you said oh you know it might happen because they're assistant managers it's just life you're gonna meet new people like in your life and you're telling me that there's some people that you could be friends with for 10 years and they're your best friend. And there's someone that you could meet, hit off, and it's like you have a great connection, nothing sexual, just straight up friendship. You're going to learn from them. You're going to grow with them. Um, so why shouldn't you be allowed to? I just think, if I'm honest, listening to you say it, I don't think it's impossible and I'm being a hypocrite. I think there just needs to be certain boundaries. I feel like yeah. you and your partner need to know what are the boundaries of the of these friendships right like if your partner's having to lie to you and say they're going out with their girl when they're really going out with with this guy because they don't want you to get, be funny about it that's wrong like it's, it is just boundaries because to imagine that your whole your partner's not going to make any new friends for the next 20 years isn't 
it probably isn't feasible. But I, the reason why I'm bringing this up is because I don't know if you saw all these reels on Instagram and it was like reasons why um, my husband should have female friends. And then when they point to the things, it's just empty. And there's like, no, there's no reason. <laughs> it's like, there's no reason for you to have female friends. And I'm like, I get it. I do agree with some of it. I feel like it is petty, but I agree with it. But maybe I'm being biased because we've been friends. And like you said, your exes have been like, oh, you know, how are you? Like, how have you and you never been together? Or like, did you ever date or whatever? So I understand that it is going to create some insecurities as well. If you're like, oh, that's my, that's my friend. Like, we do everything together. Like, I tell her everything. And they're starting to think, well, do you talk to, do you talk to them about me? Like, and then they start to wonder, on what level do you talk to them about me? Is it just simple, oh, we've had an argument? Or is it all the nitty gritty? Are you telling me all of their family business and, you know, all of that stuff? So I do get it, but I don't know. Sometimes I'm like, am I being childish and saying that, you know, no new friends? No, I hear you. I think, well, now you said it, probably the, the key thing is, is boundaries. And that's what probably what I'm getting at. The new friend needs to know the boundaries. The reason why you're cool with the old friend, because they know the boundaries. Mm-hmm. They probably do. And that's why they've been in, a, in a, their lives for so long. Um, and they're regarded as a good friend because they know the boundaries and they understand the person. So, yeah, when you say it like that, it makes total sense. It is boundaries, like, isn't it? Yeah, it is. it is. And also what I don't like about this whole, this whole topic is, I can't remember if I told you this, I was talking to this, don't want to bait him up but I was talking to this boy and he or man I shouldn't say boy that sounds sounds rude and he was basically saying that he him and his girlfriend live separately they don't live together and he made new woman friends at work and he decided to go to like just go to eat one day after work like as you do or should we get something to eat like after work and his girlfriend mm-hmm. was a bit funny about it she's like oh you didn't really not ask me but like, tell me in advance that you're doing this. And he was like, yeah, it was a spur of the moment thing, like just went after work. So the way he was saying it, I was like, oh, okay. I was, he was like, I don't know, you know, kind of don't know what her issue was. It was nothing, it's just a, a work friend. So I was like, oh, but would you be okay with her doing that? Like if she went to dinner with a man after work, he was like, no. He was like, absolutely not. And I was like, but why though? You've literally just done exactly the same thing. Like, I don't understand how it's any di- like any different. Like we started having a debate on this. And mm-hmm. he was like, no, 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 but I know a man's intentions. He said, I know mm-hmm. a man's intentions. I know what he's doing by going to eat with her. But I was like, are you not a man who went to eat with a colleague at work? So does that mean you had intentions with the colleague from work? He was like, no, no, no. But... I know a man's intentions. I was like, you do know you're not making any sense. Like to me, makes, to me, that makes no sense. You're picking and choosing what you wouldn't like for yourself. Don't do it. Don't, don't, that's, that's just my thing. Yeah. But, but in that, in that sense, does that guy have- That was his girlfriend that he was talking, what, 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 oh, you mean the the one that oh, went to, yeah. to eat yeah. uh, the other person that went out, so he went out, he has a he has a partner, right? Yeah, but that Someone girl, else. the girl he went to eat with didn't. She was single. Oh so that's okay. why I'm like I'm just trying to, I'm trying to all right, cool. do you see my do you take my point? I'm like, yeah, I don't like that's one thing I don't like is don't don't do this whole oh it's okay for me because I'm a man or it's okay for me because I'm a woman situation. Like if we're in this relationship we should have discussed or we should have already had those that foundation lane of like what we 
what we're mm. what we're cool with because why you why are you saying you're saying oh she's acting up she's asking me these questions but you wouldn't let she's acting up because she knows if the shoe was on the other foot you wouldn't like it that's why she's acting up it's probably not even the fact that you went to eat with that girl it's it's the fact that she knows that if that was her you wouldn't have it so I don't, yeah. I don't agree with that personally but yeah that's where my my anger comes in when it when it comes down to why is it okay for you and not okay for me do you agree I actually your have, face agrees <laughs> my my I agree with what you're saying totally I was just like I had something I was going to say it wasn't the boundaries it was um uh, I forgot what I was going to say on this now it was oh what is it it'll go come back to me because this is a situation where it's, it's a, just trust him oh um there yeah, that's it some people are naive mm-hmm. so then in those scenarios sometimes I'm not saying I don't know the dynamic of their relationship, but like I know sometimes some women or men don't understand when another opposite sex likes them or is trying it until it's in their face and they're like, oh. So sometimes people can be naive in that. So for instance, if I was to go out and someone said, oh, you want to go for a drink? I wouldn't reckon that's game. I would just think, oh, you want to go for a drink? Maybe to talk about something or whatever. Mm-hmm. Cool. But someone else could go, yo, she's trying to like say, yo, like trying to holler at you and like, shoot her shot. I'll be like, nah. And then further down the line, she will probably confess that. But you got to kind of know, be able to have your eyes open and have, have that awareness sometimes, I think, in that scenario. Because I trust my, my partner to, to go out. I'm not saying they can't do that. But I know, like, the girls I've dated, they're like, I've gone, that guy likes you. She's gone, no. I said, okay, watch this then, innit? I'm going to watch how it goes. I'm not going to do anything in this scenario. I'm just going to watch and, sh- and I'm going to show you what he's doing. And then I've, I've, I've and I pulled it up, I've unpacked it. I've showed him, like, look, he's now, he's messaging you at what time? I'm not even getting mad. I'm just trying to show you what's going on. I'm trying to show you the game. She's like, what? I said, watch this. Then tomorrow, I bet he's going to try this tomorrow or whatever, further down the line. Or at an event or something. Watch. And then this happened slowly. And then they've gone, oh, my God. But, but they won't take that further step because they know I'm in the picture. Mm. Unless there's a part where I mess up. So he's just hanging on the sidelines, doing hopscotch, you know what I mean? Double dutch, like he's like there waiting, waiting to, to just pounce. And that's what men do sometimes, because obviously they're opportunists. That's what we are, men. I was going to say, I understand what you're saying to some degree, but I don't, I just don't agree. Because I feel like even if someone is naive, the person can't act on being naive. The other, the person you're saying is naive has to want to, do something with that person so being yeah but yeah so what still i'm saying trust in your partner not to do something yeah but what i'm saying is say for instance i know my partner's naive and this guy's trying it i just said that you're he likes you they're oblivious so they're going along with these like drinks yeah. or dates or work things and i'm like he's going to try a thing here yeah and you're like you're reacting no i'm not i know what he's doing so that's what I'm getting at. So I'm understanding from that point. I'm not saying she can't go and do those things. Yeah, I don't yeah. trust her. But I, I'm like, hold on. There's a clear signal here to me. He's trying to kick game. So I'm like, okay. Yeah, but, the trust, sure. with, but the trust is with your partner that that game is not going to penetrate through to her. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, there is. There is. There's, I'm, I'm, I'm trusting. I'm not saying I'm not trusting. I'm just trying to say, like, you're my homie. Look, I'm just saying, like, look, I'm just going to try to think. Like, we're looking at this from, like, we're watching a TV show. Like, what? Like, look, he's going to do this. She's like, no. Like, you know, when you watch a show together, you're like, this is what's going to happen. No, I don't think so. Okay, let's see how this pans out. Next episode. Oh, 
Is that what happens, yeah? Mm-hmm. Is it? Okay. Or you, he, he gets tired of watching you or trying to get you. So I said, he'll get bored and he'll move on to another girl. No, he won't do that. He's not that kind of guy. I said, all right, watch this. And then and you just see, it. oh, he's with what? He's with Jessica now. He's talking to her. They're going for drinks after work. He doesn't talk to you or text you anymore. Oh, <laughs> he didn't know you had a boyfriend before. Okay. So then I'm just like that. That I'm just, I'm just saying from that angle, I don't say I don't trust her. I'm just saying sometimes they can't see when the shots come no, in. No, definitely. Because I've definitely been in that position where I've been like, this girl likes you. Like this girl fully likes you. And it's clear that she likes you. But I'm like, go ahead, innit? Because I know that you're not going to, I trust that you're not going to do anything, you know, on that side. I'm just saying, be careful that you don't give her the wrong signals that so that she can turn around and be like, yeah, he liked me too because... He was going for drinks with me. He was paying for my drinks. <laughs> he, was, he was paying for my food. That's how the angle I come from. But I just feel like it can't be one-sided. You know, it's often, oh, it's all right for the man to do it. Uh, it's okay. He's a bit of a bit of a gallus, you know. But if it's the female, now if it's the woman, sorry, it's, oh, you know, be careful how you're coming across and how you portray yourself. Like It's not right for a, a woman to have loads of male friends, you know. And I just think when you talk about it, you realise that it is, for me anyway, it is the trust side of things and the boundaries. Um, And I think it's easier to come into a relationship when you've already built those friendships beforehand. So I have Mm. another question for you. How do you feel about maintaining relationships with exes? So for you, like for you personally, like how do you feel about having friendships with your exes? Or how would you feel about your partner maintaining friendships with their exes oh this is a tricky this is tricky you know like um uh i think with this instance you know what i'm comfortable i usually have all my ex-girlfriends i am cool with usually i think 90 percent wow. i'm cool with. we talk and this is that people wow so like yeah normally I'm cool with them. There's no hard feelings. If it's ended badly, it comes back to the surface where we're cool again. Mm. It's happened. Now, <laughs> I have never, I have never been in a relationship where my girlfriend talks to her ex-boyfriend frequently, often, or inconsistently. I don't know what that's like. That's a bit weird. If that's happening, I just find I've never dealt with it, so I don't know how I would really feel if it was to come to the surface. Um, but I think um, it's going to be, I wouldn't be comfortable with it, I'm honest. Would but you I'm stop okay. talking to your exes then? It's a long pause. <laughs> really long pause. Would I st- well, you saw, what? Give me a time. <laughs> <laughs> Everything else you've been able to answer quick, but not this one. Oh. <laughs> would I stop talking to my exes? Yeah, so you, you have a girlfriend... And then she, you found out that she's still talking to her exes and you don't, you don't, you don't like it. So, you know, but you, you talk to your exes. So how do you, how do you deal with that then? Oh, then I would have to, if she was like, I don't feel comfortable you talking to your ex-girlfriend, I'd be like, right, cool. I'll just have to lock down. I'll have so, to stop it. This takes me on to my other question. Uh, well. Follow up right you okay, feel like on. your partner should be able to tell you who you can and can't talk to what no but you just said that if she said she was uncomfortable with it you wouldn't you would lock it up but you know 
in, in this in this scenario, I can understand it. So I'm, I'm cool with that. That's the only scenario I would do. If it was a, a friend and they said, oh, you can't talk to Christina anymore, I'd be like, well, peace out. I'd be like, Go, see you later then. <laughs> That's how real it will be. I'd be like, see you. Anyone. You can't talk to Monica anymore. Bye. You know, I was like, what? I don't understand. Yeah, it's, it's over. Yeah, I don't like, agree with anyone, not even just partners, like just friends even being like, oh, I'm not cool with that person, so I don't want you to talk to that person. It's like, no, I'm an adult. I can choose who, mm. who I can and can't talk to. I think there's a difference of, you know, talking to understand why, why that person mm. feels that way and what you can do about it. That doesn't mean sacrificing your whole entire friendship uh, with somebody else. Personally, for me, exes, like, I don't talk to my exes there was probably one that I still had contact with now and again, like in the blue moon, like birthdays and stuff mm. like that. Um, and recently, that wasn't recently actually, maybe a year and a half ago or a year ago. Mm. Um, mm. One of my friends was like, yeah, I don't think you should talk to that person anymore. She was like, I just feel like they just have access to you for no reason. Um, she, mm. I know there's no feelings involved at all, but that you've moved on from that period of your life kind of thing. And I was like, yeah, she's actually right. So yeah, don't talk to like my ex anymore or exes. Some of them I haven't even spoken to ever again since once that relationship mm. done. It's just like a, a never, you know, I think it's not bad. You know what it is? I don't think it's an issue talking to your exes, but I do think you need to go into your new relationship, letting them know that's the deal so that they're not, they're not surprised or they're not worried and they know what time it is you know, and I feel like if you are a person who goes into a relationship with someone who has loads of friends or they still speak to their exes, you have to mm. bear in mind that you can't come in and change that. And, yeah. you know, I, I think there's a like a, um, what's what I want to say? There's a balance that you need to find. But it's like, it's like someone knowing that, okay, Nate has loads of um, women friends, right? And then they come in and they go, you've got too many. You've got too many uh, woman friends. You need to cut them down. And it's like, well, what are you going to do? Start, sit there and start ticking off who you're going to stop talking to. So I feel like that person has to either be accepting of that. It's just like when someone, you're in a relationship and someone cheats on you. If you take them back, you have to treat them like it's a new slate that you've given them. Because otherwise it's just pure headache. If you know you're not going to trust that person again, then don't, don't get into it because you know that you're not going to trust them. And that's going to be more hurtful for you in the long run than it is than it is um productive so yeah that was my question in terms of like yeah how do you feel about still holding those relationships because I know people who are exes and they still talk because they've grown they don't care for one another like that they wish each other well they've been in each other's lives for a long period of time they could have been together when something bad happened like a, a death in the family or, you know, mm. so they, there's still that kind of connection, but it's never like, I want to get, I want to get back with you. But what I do mm. think people should deal, like, if you're someone who's been cheated on, like us, we've both been cheated on. I think it's hard mm. to go into a relationship immediately and trust mm. that it's not going to happen to you. So you might have those feelings, you might have those thoughts, but to act on it constantly and be checking where your man's going, what yeah. who he's called what his message is that's not productive so mm. I think your partner should be aware of like what you've been through and just not play up like play up to those things if that makes sense yeah I, I agree I think there's boundaries 
um, come up again in terms of talking to your exes and stuff. So like, there's certain boundaries you need to hold it within that um, to keep everything. Uh, and you're right, totally. Like as the start of the relationship, there should be like um, an understanding. And that's why I always believe with every relationship, you should take it slow and get to know the person. Like get to know those scars that they've been they're, they're carrying. They don't want to carry that baggage into this relationship, but you might have like some behavioral traits or like uh, um, some just character traits even that may bring up those uh, thoughts or uh, feelings from the past. And so you just want to be careful of that and make sure that they under you understand them and vice versa in terms of what could probably like maybe, I don't know, um, bring them back to like some past memories or even trauma. And so I always think it's great at the start to maybe like, just share your experiences in relationship and what you've been through, and even your past one. Just so, and not necessarily like that people have to tread on eggshells, but so that person has an understanding of who you are, what you've had to overcome and what you're going through and what you're looking for from this current relationship that you're going to be heading into. And I think boundaries is, a, is a, probably the, the key thing that keeps coming up in terms of having relationships, new relationships with the opposite sex, or even talking to people that are in your past relationship, I think. If once you understand the boundaries and that per and that person who's uh, you've been talking to has the boundaries, they know the boundaries. Then I think then you, there's not much that can really go wrong. And if that's set for off from the start, then then it's it's, it's it's a great a great start to any relationship in terms of communication and understanding. Yeah, I agree. I feel like boundaries is the main thing, and it's just important for people to know or understand. There's a difference between boundaries and control. Mm. Someone controlling you within a relationship it can sometimes be what's the word I want to use it can sometimes be disguised as care as intent I'm just looking out for you you know this person's not good for you but really it can be isolating so that's why I asked that question around do you think anyone could be like it could be a friend saying you shouldn't talk to this person or that person um, or a partner being like you shouldn't talk to this person and that person but in, essentially it's in order to isolate you and I just don't understand it. So I think you should definitely talk about things. Like if, I think you said something about this already in terms of if someone said to you they were uncomfortable with someone, it might just be the way that you maneuver around with that person, but that doesn't mean you're gonna stop talking to that person because you've been through things, you know, with that, with that friend or, you know, sometimes in relationships as well, you might see that it could be your girlfriend telling you that one of your boys isn't good for you, you mm. know? oh, your boy's this, your boy's that, or they, they know that your boy, that boy cheats on his, his partner. Mm. Like, oh, you're going to follow suit. And it's like, actually, I'm my own person. Yeah, I could be influenced by this person, but you mm. could trust that I'm not going to do those things. So I think my point is, I know I'm rambling, but there's a difference between boundaries and control. And so that's why I didn't agree with that, that boy, or so I said it again, that man saying to me, oh, it was cool for him to go and eat with his colleague, but it wasn't cool for his girlfriend. That's like to me, even though he, he doesn't come across as a controlling person, it's a controlling statement because you're saying essentially you can do what you want, but your girl can't do what she wants. I think it was the just gone over the boundaries. Um I've had some incidents where it's been an innocent where like I think I was on going home, I was going home late from a late shift at work. I was on the train. And as you do, I was on Instagram. And I was literally like, you know, when you see a funny meme or video or whatever, and I'd usually just send it to my friends. So I sent off the, <laughs> I, I saw it, I shared it, and I was clicking all the, like, my female friends that were, like, vegan. I sending it, 
and I set, press send. Ten seconds later, the one of the guys, uh, girl, one of the girl's boyfriends, messaged me back. Why the f are you messaging my girl at this time? I was yeah. like, oh, I was like, I didn't, you know, you didn't expect it. I was like, what? I had to read it four times. So then I was like, I ain't messaging her. I just sent her a meme. But I said, look back in this conversation and tell me why you feel threatened. And in the in the conversation, there's nothing. There's nothing in it. There's like literally just an, probably another video of, a, I don't know, veganism or something. Nothing. So I was like, why would you want to respond like that? So I just never messaged her again. Mm. Literally. So she messaged me because I was like, what? That's mad. But I said, you know what? There's a boundary there where it's late. You're in bed, probably. He saw my name pop out on Instagram, thought it was a madness, took the phone, messaged back, didn't really look at it. So I said, you know what? Maybe it's my, I take responsibility that I shouldn't have messaged so late, but I wasn't thinking of it because I was in my own world, just sending on. Yeah, so it's, it's part and parcel of the game. And it's just one of those things, like what might be a boundary for one relationship is not going to be a boundary for a next mm. So yeah. you have to remember not to be like, wow, your relationship... Like, there's sometimes I hear people say stuff, it's like, someone will be doing something in their relationship and someone's like, wow, that's wild. And it's like, but it doesn't affect you and that's, their, that's them. That, that works for them. They're happy. Let them, let them deal with that. But I think, yeah, just look out for... The only thing I can say in terms of, you know, we still bring it back to mental health is look out for the control side of things and when you're being stripped of the person you are to become something that you're not, essentially because mm. uh, in that case that you've just mentioned some I'm not saying you're, this person did that but some people would start to be okay cool I have to start locking off certain friends I have to start muting certain conversations because I don't know what time I'm going to get a message when really mm. it shouldn't doesn't have to be that way do you know what I mean it's like cool maybe she could have had a conversation with you mm. hey avoid sending can you avoid sending but in certain cases what happens is people then start to to not be themselves I think it's interesting though, um, and I think in this day and age, I was just talking to like my dad and my brother about dating and this game right here. It's just there's so many options now that probably that's why it's more fearful to have like a, 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 a someone that's from the opposite sex as a friend because you don't know. Like you just, there's access. Everyone's more there's more access to everyone in terms of social media, um, just general. Like you can just get you can get contact anyone right now. DMs, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, you name it, email, it don't even matter. Like you get the first name, easy to find out the surname somehow. Someone knows some mutual friends following, it's easy. You get that boom, you're in messaging. You could be in there, the DMs. It's before. I would really like to know if this is an issue in the LGBTQ um, community. Like if there's like I really would. If you had if you've got two women together, are they cool with their that partner being friends with men? Because they're like, oh, you're not attracted to them, I mean, nothing can happen, you're not that's not your bag or are they more is it more of a concern if they have more female friends and vice like vice versa I'd be we I can only obviously talk about the situation I know as being a heterosexual woman in a heterosexual relationship but I wonder maybe that's the topic for next time in terms of how what's the dynamic that is interesting that is interesting to the point I said this right but I said this because I know someone who was dating um, a bi woman. And so I said at the time, I was like, if that bi woman cheats on you with a girl, would you see that as cheating? And they were like, mm, not really. But I was like, what? yeah. But I was like, if she sleeps with a man, you'd see that as cheating. And it's this whole thing about 
lesbians being hypersexualized, right? Like that's that's mm. some people's fantasies, right? It's this hypersexualization of it. So it's like, oh, if she stepped with a girl, maybe I could join, maybe I could do that as But if it was the other way, and I was like, this is wrong. Like this is wrong what you're saying. But that's why I'd be keen to know how it is in, in the LGBTQ community um, and understand like, yeah, I think that's it then. I feel like we've covered all we can because it's clear that we both agree on boundaries and boundaries is the key. Boundaries is the key. It's not that, like, don't get me wrong. I still came into this conversation very strong of like, nah, any new friends, it can't run. But the reality of you not making friends for the rest of your life just doesn't, it's, it's not accurate. It's me being a bit petty. Um, for me, this is my feelings. I'm not saying that if you feel that if you feel this way, you're petty. I'm saying for me, it comes across that way. But it's clear that with boundaries and ultimately trust, even though I never trust anyone 100%, I feel like you know when you trust someone and you know you know yeah. when you don't. You know when you're like, Mm-mm, this ain't it. But you're just yeah, by but that little that little strand. Listeners, answer me this. If you were going to start a relationship with someone new, your life partner, someone you're possibly going to marry, I guarantee you're going to say, I want to be friends with them before anything else. If I'm wrong, at me. Thank you. Okay, well, we'll put it out there and see what everybody else thinks about it. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Thanks for tuning in, guys. I hope you've taken some key points from this episode. If you have any questions, please email fallintoconversation at gmail.com. Don't forget to follow the Instagram page, Fall Into Conversation, to look out for upcoming episodes and useful information. 